Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred seventy. Yeah, it's fun, exciting time on the Spanish announce table. We're going to talk some wrestling. You ready to do that? But first, let's Mm. talk to each other. How are you, Captain? I am well, man. We are preparing for a uh, big uh, party this weekend that uh, you said you will be be attending. All right. You're going to be my only friend there, I think. Well, I'm typically, I My, am your only you're friend. Your only so. friend, right. So, yeah, you <laughs> can say that anytime. You can, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, some friends from work can't make it. Uh, and uh, uh, that's really like if they're not at work or you, that's kind of it. I put a lot yeah, of people so, off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then now you're wanting to move away from everyone. So, you know, that doesn't help. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, people. Yeah, people are people. But not any of you people listening. I love all of you guys and gals. Did you? Yeah. Did you? All of them. Every okay. single one of them. Yep. Yeah. Let's be positive. Yeah, we I'll are. Say yes. I'm positive. Yes. I'm so positive what else? You got a party this weekend? Yeah, we are you going to dress up? It's a Halloween party. Yes. I will be dressing up. Will you be dressing up? Uh, uh, we are. We have a, uh, a couple's costume. And we'll tell you what it is so you can be surprised. Will I be scared? No. Well, I don't like the couples that, like, I want to be an undead wizard with, like, nope. blood coming out of my eyes. Like, that's just disturbing to look at the rest of the night. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. And, and let's say, um, if you've listened to this show before, the costume my wife and I will be wearing is of something that I don't like. I, in fact, I, uh, we've discussed that I hate it. Yeah. Mexicans. Oh my god. I love Mexicans. No, I did not. That's false. That's a false (laughs) statement. None of that is true. None of that Uh, is true. What what I I love Mexicans. What I don't like is people uh I don't like people. There it is. Yeah. And and double time, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada. Those are the people I don't like. Right. Some of them. Uh, what else you got going on? <laughs> Work. Uh, had a job interview yesterday, a phone interview, step one interview, and it sounds like they say they'll be moving me on to step two, which will be an in-person. Uh, so that should be fun. I'll hold Neat. off to what it is, you know, for later in case, in case I flat out don't get it and, and whatnot. So. Of course. Yeah. What about yourself? Man, I, had, I did a lot. So, uh, I have zero money right now because I booked my trip to Las Vegas. I'm going to the ultimate fighter finale show in Las Vegas at the Palms river casino or whatever it's called. Palms resort. 
Uh, so we're staying there. It's December 1st through the 4th. We got uh, third row seats to a UFC event, which isn't cheap. No. And uh, going to be watching some uh, fights. My best friend, Matt Olson, has never been to a UFC. Now, he loves MMA more than I love MMA. Like, I love it, but, like, he loves it, loves it. And, but he's never been. So I was like, hey, man, let's go. And so December 1st through the 4th, we're going to be in Las Vegas to watch the Ultimate Fighter finale. I like that. Yep. And then uh, I went to the Bodies exhibit. You ever been to that? No. What is you this? You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so it was at the uh, Union Station, and they break down like what the skeleton looks like, what the blood vessels look like, what the tissue and the tendons look like but they're usually using like actual people like that donated their body to science oh wow it was incredible it yeah, was sounds re- like it like like you have to it takes you a good 10 minutes or at least me it took me a good 10 minutes to realize like i'm looking at dead people like real yeah. dead people mm-hmm. not yeah, just i like, see dead people Right, not the, not the like skeleton that you saw in your science class in high school or middle school that was fake and just made from a factory in, you know, Utah. Like these were actual people, and man, it was incredible. Like you got, they would peel back the the muscles and show you what's underneath the muscles. Then they'd show you the blood vessels that they preserve and how that functions in the body, and then they're spine and they would show like uh they would show they had one body in like a baseball swing and it showed it how like the spine curved around and the the uh quads flexing because the muscles they flexed out i mean it was great then they had eyeballs so it was looking at you too oh it was incredible it's kind of creepy yeah yeah it was it was it was neat and by the middle of it you start like like they showed you a human brain and then they cut it open and showed you the inside part of the brain and all this other stuff and like what a smoker's lung looks like and all this incredible stuff. Uh, halfway in, like then you like really get into it. Like the first, like I said, for me, the first 10 minutes was like, what the fuck am I yeah, looking at? Right. And then it was like, this is amazing and fascinating and I like it so much. It took us an hour and a half, you know what I mean, to get through. So we really studied it. Union Station uh, is good for having like cool exhibits usually like yeah. you can usually go there and find something cool going on that's a uh, the, it's a former uh train depot out of i mean it's they don't do they still run they don't run anything out of there anymore no it's more of a, a tourist attraction now there mm-hmm. and uh, but it's it's think of central station in in new york city this is one of the oldest ones in the country it was union station in kansas city and it's a beautiful place and they always have cool stuff there yeah yeah i think the next exhibit they have is da vinci or something like that so That'll be cool if we decide to go see that. Then I went to uh, – I tried Vietnamese food. I went to Vietnam Cafe. That was really good. good. I went to this new Thai restaurant uh, down the street from me, and that was really good. Uh, and then I tried this new place in Westport. It was called Donutology, where you build your own donut. Oh, That sounds commish. fun. Yeah. Commish. commish. It was great. <laughs> Joe Kelly called me the commish on the Facebook. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, as you should be called. Right. I am the commission. Commission, yeah. I built a donut. Listen to this. It was a chocolate donut. Okay. With peanut butter frosting. Yeah. Of course. Reese's Reese's peanut butter cup on top of that. Of course. And then a caramel drizzle. <laughs> a drizzle. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. donut. Yeah. Donut. Oh, they fuck had like seven hundred different types. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. What's it build. called again? Donutology. Hmm. 
Donut King would be upset with you. Donut King ain't making these donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also actually went to my first commission meeting as the commish. So yeah. that was fun. Yeah, I also did that. Yep. Yep. I was Do they all... call you sir? No, they just call me Tim. <laughs> now, if if when we introduce, well, you know, I'll be like, hey, Tim Rainer, commissioner, which was neat. Yep. Used to say guest. You know, Do you, uh, have you enacted any laws or, or no. enforced any? So we don't uh, necessarily new- enact laws, but we will advise the city council and the mayor. So we are working on there Who's is. The mayor? You would ask that. Uh, <laughs> is that guy? You know, this is the dude. Uh, or woman. So, uh, well, no, he, this was, this is a gentleman. Uh, yeah, okay, I assume. So you know that. I assume you can check out my Facebook. Uh, you see me shaking hands with the man. Um, we are working like right now. There is the purchasing department of the town, right? And they have this, you know, the equal opportunity stuff for their contracting. The 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 what uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? The like resolution that's in place was made in the seventies. So it's outdated, right? They're saying, Hey, it says anything over 10,000, they need to fill out this form and show that they've tried to hire minorities and women and blah, blah, blah. Uh, everything else, uh, the, the floor benchmark for anything else now is 25,000. So we're like reviewing that and we're reviewing the form cause it sucks and that kind of stuff and, and ways for them to actually, the form is also something they just fill out. And even if they write, I hate Mexicans on it. They're just like, thanks for filling out the form. And we, they just check the box that they filled out the form and nobody enforces anything about it. So we're working on that. Things like that. Yeah. Crazy example you gave there. Hmm. Right. Hate Mexicans. Yeah. Well, cause you do. I hey, you're going as them for Halloween. I am so. not going as them. Yeah. It's okay. Going hey. as them. Yeah. <laughs> we nope. love you all. Hey, let's you get into see. the news, but we're going to do it a little different. Yeah, we are going to do it a little different. Because, you know what, I feel like uh, the news has been a little stagnant as of late, where it's been basically a call and response. You say the headline, I respond, and we move on. So I want the commission's opinion Hmm. on some news stories. So I came up with some news stories, and I will talk about them. All right. So you want a little... I'll start it off. All right, here, I'll I'll give you you the... uh... There you go. Should I come up with a headline? Yeah. All right. Uh, this one will be, we all just made the list. We all just made the list? Uh-huh. Um, well, Jericho. Yes. Okay. Chris Jericho has his fourth upcoming book. Uh, will be released June 15th, according to PW Insider. Fourth? Quote, yes. This one is called, No is a four-letter word. My journey up success's ladder in 22 steps. I've only read the two. I read the first two. I didn't realize there was a third. Yes. It says, quote, Chris Jericho is a six-time pro wrestling champion, international touring musician, three-time best-selling author, award-winning actor, and a popular podcaster. How did he make it to the top of so many fields? He explains the secrets of his successes in this humorous and inspirational book titled No is a Four-Letter Word, 
This displays Chris's trademark writing style jam-packed with ridiculous stories and hilarious pop culture references, because you know he's great at that. Uh, he shows how a small-town Canadian kid followed his seemingly impossible dreams and, against all odds, made them all come true. Wow. I can keep going on, but it's nah, just... Nah, nah, that's fine. Uh, you know, I really liked the first two books. I'm going to have to check out. I didn't realize there was a third. I'm going to have to go back and look for that. Uh, he is surprisingly a really good author. I, I don't want to say surprising. I mean, he's you know he knows how to talk. Uh, but writing's a different animal, you know, because you have to come up with many different ways to say the same thing. You fall into a trap where you don't want to say, uh, you know, the same kind of phrases over and over again. You have to find, you got you got to be a, a walking thesaurus to be a really good author, you know. Uh, and he's done a real good job at that from the other two. And I like how, at least with the first two, it kind of went in a chronological order. Now, I don't know if that's still the case with third and fourth because... You know, I don't know when, you know, at what point did he reach where he's at now and he's got to come up with some other stuff, but uh, he was really good at kind of, it was, was sort of a painting the journey, as it were. Yeah. So I'm going to check this out. This, yeah, this one seems interesting, too, because he gives 22 steps of how to follow your dreams. So I think he's going to share a little bit more about, all right, look, I was... It's going to have a list. Di- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think this is going to be interesting because he's going to show a little bit more outside of wrestling. Like I dealt with this and then overcame it to, you know, self-doubt. All of those things will definitely play a factor, I I would assume, into overcoming something and uh, succeeding. So should be interesting. I need to first read the first three. I haven't read any of them. I heard the first one is like the best pro wrestling documentary or not documentary, but autobiography of all time. It was really, really good. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Ever, yeah, for sure. The lion's heart, I think it's called or something like that. Yeah. It, was that the first one? Cause I know the second one was like undisputed, uh, uh, how to be a world champion in 2,372 easy steps or something like that. Cause it was how many matches he'd been in. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one is the best, the best in the world at, something i don't know of or something like that it was titled right, something like right, that. And, right. and give us a hey idiots because you guys will google it and tell us so thank you <laughs> uh but uh yeah so here's the second story well here let, let's straight off let me do one and then okay, you'll do good. Thing. yeah yeah all right, all right. Like- jesus will these guys just make out already and get it over with Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. The Fox Television Network picked up a new sitcom this week revolving around the relationship between The Rock and former WWE writer Brian Gerwitz in the early days of The Rock's career in WWE. According to Variety, the show will star The Rock and Will Ferrell. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and its tagline was, uh, it, I think it centers, I think Ferrell is going to be kind of the more focal point because uh, it's saying a beta personality trying to work in an alpha you know uh, mm-hmm. industry so it talks about how he came in like jeez and having to deal with all these other people and then here's the rock just starting and you know the rocks of the rock like trying to do his shtick and stuff and so and he was always the head writer for the rock so it should be a fun show and if will ferrell's involved you know it's going to be funny so those two guys just seem way too big to be on a TV show on Fox. You know, TV like shows make a lot of money now, though. Have you seen um, uh, This Is Us, the new TV show that's out? No. Ah, amazing. You have to watch it, right? But in, it it's about? got – it is about – I kind of don't want to tell you because I want you to watch the first episode the same way I did where I had no clue, right? But what I can tell you is like – 
you'll see that like every actor that comes across you're like this is like an award-winning like famous actor or actress you're like man they must be dropping some dough on this thing so you should check it out though the rock okay so hold on let's 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 break this down yep the the rock is the third highest paid actor on tv already with right yeah he has seven movies coming out next year he's the highest paid movie star and seven more in 2017 coming up. That's what Gosh. I mean. 2017, he has just seven more already booked. Up. Even <laughs> like right. there's going to be more even. And then he's going to do another TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When does this guy sleep? When does this guy sleep, or is it just so? Is he literally a machine that just says, "Here's a piece of paper, say it," and he just goes, "Okay," sleeps, and then goes to the, like. Does yeah. he even know what he's doing? No. Is what I'm saying. No, he probably has a bunch of handlers, a bunch of people, and he is told where to go, when to go, shows up. Hey, let's do this. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the money. <laughs> or whatever his little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's always his hand gesture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I yeah. think someone will get recasted. I don't think Will Ferrell will stay as the. I don't know that. Point. that... I don't know if that show can run multiple seasons. Like, it might go two, you know, but I don't yeah. see that being like a seven season, you know, thing where they yeah, have like a, a finale and all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. They're too famous. Well, and I think that's going to be the major draw to begin with, but outside of, I don't know how they appeal to non wrestling fans to keep them around. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll move on. We'll let you go. Flow knows pro wrestling. Flow Rida. No. Bo Rida. Yeah, I wish. And this is Flow Sports. Flow Sports announces five-year agreement with WWN Live to live stream all live events on flowslam.tv. So what is flowslam.tv? Well, uh, this will be the exclusive worldwide partnership that includes Evolve, Shine, Full Impact Pro and WWN Super Show. Hmm. Uh, the agreement begins Friday, November 4th with live coverage of Shine 38 from YBOR. How would you say that? YBOR. YBOR City, Florida. Never heard of it. Uh, there will be live coverage of approximately 60 events annually on Flow Slam as part of this deal. Uh, here's the fun part, though. Flow, Flow Slam users can access live streams and premium content on the site via monthly $20 a month uh, introductory price or annual $150 a year Flow Pro subscription. Hmm. So what do you think about that? 20 bucks? 20 bucks, but here's the other thing. So some news came out after that. Uh, 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 one of the investors, which I think uh, mm-hmm. raises some eyebrows, is the WWE. Yeah, so I think I had heard of that also, and that they're a silent investor. They don't have any influencer or you know decision making power. But it seems odd that I mean, involves in that, and they have a working relationship with WWE. But it seems odd that WWE would. They clearly must not have too much decision making or influence in this because, I mean, that could take away from the network. It's the same platform kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how that shakes itself out. Especially if they're trying to work with Evolve and send some guys there once in a while and, and have like a talent trade off. 
Well, Evolve is the one that really uh, piqued my interest because it also has TNA guys going over there too. EC3's been over there. Drew Galloway's been over there. And then they have stars like right now on the roster, Matt Riddle, who's a former uh, UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. Evolve's one of the bigger non-WWE places right now for sure. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr., Timothy Thatcher, Tony Nese, Drew Gallick. Yeah, a lot of the uh, Cruiserweight guys. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, what – so Flow also does uh, uh, other things that are have been moderately successful to start. They did Flow Wrestling, which is like the pro – so you say pro wrestling, but you think WWE. This is like after college wrestling, mm-hmm. competitive competitive real wrestling. So they have Flow Wrestling. They also do – So uh, professional amateur wrestling, if that was a thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, that was the thing to say. Olympic. Uh, we could do, say Olympic. Yeah. It would make more sense. Well, I so. mean – yeah, I mean, sure. They yeah. also do Flow Combat, which has uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments. Chael Sonnen's, uh, uh, Chael Sonnen's uh, promotion has jiu-jitsu tournaments, and they run on there too. The $20 a month would be – I would pay the $20 a month if I got that plus Chael Sonnen's jiu-jitsu competition, the amateur wrestling, you know – pro circuit the whole flow entity not just the pro wrestling yeah i'm just not into enough of that stuff for me right but But what i'm saying is i would pay 20 for that i would pay 10 though for this however we shall see because you know people love that independent wrestling one uh promotion that i found interesting i want to get your take on this is pwg said no without any discussions what do you think about that yeah they've been kind of an outlier usually just in general so it it doesn't necessarily shock me but it does seem like why wouldn't you get on board with this like it's just odd what do you think their end goal is with pwg not end goal i should say but what do you think they're like so if you're not going to join this because i imagine they would get some type of monetary income back from the deal so if you're not doing it for money, what are you doing PWG for? I wonder if the gorilla part is something that means something to them. Like, do they think, no, we're this is us. We're doing this by ourselves. We're taking it by storm. We don't need anybody's help. We're not part of the machine. We're, you know what I mean? Now, I have, I'm just complete conjecture because I think I've seen maybe five minutes of PWG. So I have mm-hmm. no clue. Well, I've seen a lot, not a lot, but I've seen a, one full pay-per-view, iPay-per-view, and then I've seen, I, I subscribe to their YouTube channels. Every time they upload YouTube videos, I watch them when they debut. And they've had Cody Rhodes in there, and they've had Zack Sabre Juniors and oh, Ricochets yeah. and all that. But it just seems like, and I don't know who the owner is. I, I haven't investigated that much, but it does seem almost like the punk rock of pro wrestling, where it's, yeah, cool, Drake, Rihanna, Katy Perry, you can do these hits that'll get 10 million downloads on iTunes, but we're going to be, in this music analogy, we're going to be the band that has uh, 15,000 downloads per week for 52 weeks, and that's what we like, and everyone knows us, and we're not going to sell out. So yeah. that's just what it seems like to me, because why wouldn't you take that deal? There's a, It's a win-win. It seems odd, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll move on. Can we write this guy in for president? Bernie. 
James Ellsworth rocketed to the top of the WWE shop charts with a new t-shirt, making it the top-selling merchandise item for the company, prompting discussions of signing Ellsworth to a long-term deal and a possible spot in the 2017 Royal Rumble. Did you watch SmackDown this week? I did not yet because I was I was gone till about you know, 9.30 Forever. last night and then just went to bed. Uh, James Ellsworth is amazing. Yeah? He's he really fun. is. I mean, he looks like he literally looks like what JBL says. He looks like a turtle without a shell. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, that is the perfect analogy of him. Yeah. yeah. And but here's the thing. I don't know, maybe it's cuz he's always looked like that his entire life and so he's had enough practice, but he looks like and commission, excuse my language, but he looks like the biggest sack of sappy dog shit I've ever seen. Like when he kicks, so he kicks AJ and spoiler alert for anyone who didn't see it, AJ Styles. Uh, so the match is Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. If Dean Ambrose beats AJ Styles, he becomes the number one contender, right? Yeah, right. James Ellsworth is uh, ringside to support Dean Ambrose. AJ Styles on a, uh, just on his own kicks James Ellsworth, knocks him down. Then later in the match, Dean Ambrose throws AJ Styles to the outside of the ring. James Ellsworth grabs what should be his chin, but there's nothing there, stands up and gives him no chin music, costing Dean Ambrose the match. But what was Uh. great about it is so he kicks him. AJ gets knocked out, and he sold it great. The kick actually looks really good. He does that kick amazing. But then there's a moment where the ref, Ellsworth, and Ambrose all look at each other, and the ref is like, are you fucking serious like what like i have to do this and dean ambrose is like no 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 and then ellsworth looks like his girlfriend just left him for the star quarterback sure yeah yeah and i just bought it then he does talking smack and they're like do you think you and dean ambrose are friends and he's like not anymore yeah like he's just perfect at this role so Which, I love it. So, and here's the thing. I mean, if they're talking long term, it can't be regular long term. It needs to no. be something like this where he he can't but help just fumble his way into good things. You know what I mean? Or and then he'll screw some things up with guys that are trying to help him out or something, but like oops, oh my god, I won the IC title. How did that happen, right? Like so you've got to do that not even once a quarter. I think it's got to be like twice a year tops or something right i'd keep him around because he clearly the fans have taken to him and you know but who knew i hate everything i hate everything and i love this guy yeah who knew yeah here's where here okay so here would be my this is what i would do my fantasy booking of him right Mm -hmm. yeah so uh next week on smackdown uh, it's announced through Renee Young or someone that Ellsworth is so distraught and beaten up that he just can't he can't be there, right? Mm-hmm. So he's he's off TV. Dean Ambrose says, "Hey, now that that dork's out of here, you know, AJ, I need to get my revenge." And then they go off, right? Yeah. But we don't see we don't see Ellsworth until the Rumble, right? So Ellsworth comes in as a surprise entrant at like 15 or 16, right? Yeah, that's yeah. after the first third. We need that middle pop, right? So there he is. Who else is in the Rumble? Brock Lesnar. Oh. Hold on. 
I would have, because Brock Lesnar and Goldberg will do something. Goldberg has to lose because it's his last match, Mm -hmm. and so he'll lose through shenanigans. You have almost just like when Goldberg cost Lesnar the title uh, with Eddie Guerrero, you have Goldberg distract Lesnar, and then Ellsworth eliminates Eliminates Lesnar in the Rumble. That is the greatest thing. And then you have Lesnar kill Ellsworth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then people are going to boo that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And I love so it. Then, yeah, and then after – here's – and then you keep it going though. So then you do a two-month build uh, or two-month storyline where Lesnar just murders Ellsworth every chance. It's, it sends him off TV. He reemerges in NXT. He becomes the Mikey Whipwreck down there. Everyone in a small crowd will have 10 million chance for Ellsworth. You keep him in NXT – until you actually believe that he could do something in the cruiserweight division. Hopefully that's still around and then move him back to raw on the cruiserweights. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. All right. Well, Hey, Oh, I did have an honorable mention because this one is not necessarily about wrestling, but it did involve the WWE network, the big internet hack that brought down some of the most major websites around this week. Did you, I actually tried to access the WWE network that day to watch some stuff while I was working and it didn't work. And I was like, what is going on here? And then come to find out later. So you heard about all this, obviously like it brought down PayPal in it. So, so what happened here is, I don't know if you heard how this worked. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this was a a DDoS attack, which is a, a distributed denial of service attack, which is you go after the website or its host, uh, servers, uh, which this company was a DYN din or something like that. Uh, and it handled things like PayPal, Spotify, uh, Netflix, WWE Network. And what it does is it floods it with so many requests that it's just too many. They can't answer the fake one. They can't distinguish the fake ones from the real ones. It basically crashes everything down, right? Now, how they did that is uh, there was an, a malicious code that was written by hackers that was released like to the public on the dark net. And it's super easy program to use, so they're worried this is going to happen like a lot now, right? And what they did is how they basically you before when they would do these, you would get a whole team of hackers lined up with all the computers you can think of, right, and just start running these things and, and with all these different IP addresses. These people found a way to hack into low security items through the Internet of Things, all your connected items. So if you've got a DVR. You've got a smart doorbell. You've got a whatever. All that has an IP address, and most people don't ever change the password on those things or even know that you can do that or they have low security to begin with. So they hack into those things. So, like, your DVR might have been used in that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. or your whatever is connected in your home, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they said it's super easy. Like, you could download it and learn in, like, five minutes how to use it. So they're worried, like, shit, this could start happening every day. Do you think maybe it happens November eighth here in the United States? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. that's instantly what I thought is November eighth. Yeah, was this a trial run? This was a trial run. Then all of our voting goes to hell, and then Trump can say it's contested, and then we get a year long Supreme Court. What happened with the votes? Just uh-huh. like Gore and Bush in yep. two thousand, and that's and we have a sucks. split Supreme Court right now. So what do we do? Yeah, and then there's one that still needs to be uh, this confirmed. Is this is where Obama calls martial law and makes himself dictator. I knew it. He's going to take all the guns. I knew it. I knew this it. Is, this is all Biden right here. <laughs> this is all Biden. 
Yeah, it's all Biden. Behind, yeah, he's like sitting there. He's like, they all think I'm an idiot. <laughs> and he's been a mastermind the whole time. Trump and Clinton working for him. Bernie working for him. Obama. Yep. yep that's it. So, all right, man. That was the news. Let's take a uh, break. What do you say? Huh? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that. And we will come back and do some Tweet the Table. Yeah. I like Tweet yes. the Table. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Uh, a snail can sleep for three years. Training Topics Network. Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler here, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. Yeah, we are the ass men. T-Mac and Captain Awesome. Love to kick them. Love to shove them. Love shoving that ass. Uh, quick plug for another podcast, even though we are the absolute best. Um, Billy Gunn was on Colt Cabana's uh, Art of Wrestling. Very good episode. I, I did not realize he... So, quick story for those of you who haven't listened to this. You haven't listened to the episode, have you? Okay. This is how crazy it was that uh, when he got hired by the WWE, he asked because he didn't know a thing about wrestling. He asked if he had to quit his full-time job once he got hired by the WWE because he didn't know if it was just a weekend job. This is Billy Gunn? Billy Gunn. Wow. He did not realize like they tour 300 days a year. He got hired in 92. That's interesting. Yeah, he's like, so do, am I going to have to quit my job? And they're like, yeah. Like, yeah, guy. That's funny, man. That's neat. Hey, so if he anybody a, noticed. Uh, he, went to, he went to college on a bull riding scholarship. Really? Yeah. He didn't finish school because, I mean, he's Billy Gunn. But he went to school on a bull riding uh, scholarship. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Hey, if anybody's noticed, uh, T-Mac sounds a little bit better this segment. Uh we we ran into some audio issues in the first segment, which is why uh, you should send us a dollar on tableshow at gmail.com on the PayPal. Or more. Please. 20, 50, you know, whatever you feel like giving. It, the first number up- that comes to your mind right now, everyone. Right. This is, this is like a call to the sermon yeah. right now. What's that first number in your mind? Is it one? Is it 10? Is it 15? Is it 12? Is it 120? Whatever that number is. Is it a million? Whatever that number is, send that number to tableshow at gmail.com in a dollar form. I like that. I like that. Well, this is Tweet the Table, which is a fun, interactive part of the show where you, the listeners, get to tell us what we should talk about for the week by using hashtag Tweet the Table on your Twitter machine when you're watching wrestling, when you're sitting around doing nothing. Whenever you have a wrestling thought, share it with us right here on Tweet the Table. You ready for that, T-Mac? Right here, right now. Right here, right now. At B underscore double underscore D. Says, so the first 45 minutes of Raw are spent on the list? Seems like a bit of a waste, no? Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Stop the presses. We have to find the list of Jericho. At WIRCATA says, the list of Jericho has been stolen? Well, my life is officially ruined. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, to at I am Jericho, says, you just made the list 
for losing the list. Hashtag tweet the table. That's true. He should I have mean, put himself on. on the list. He yeah. should have been like, I put my damn self on this list. <laughs> I like that Braun Strowman had it, too. Yes. That's very it. Like, yeah, and I like little... how he was like, hey, uh, can I have my list? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, oh, oh, <laughs> this guy. I like one of my favorite parts in pro wrestling and why the Royal Rumble is my favorite event. I mean, WrestleMania is the event, but Royal Rumble is my favorite event is for more for moments like that, like going into Raw. Neither one of us would have predicted that Braun Strowman and Jericho would have a segment together. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Never, no, huh? Because one thing that I that I absolutely loved about ECW is everything blended together. Because if you're gonna say that this is real, all these people really see each other. So yeah, is there a feud between Seth Owens and Kevin uh, or Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens? Yeah. But you know what? Seth Rollins sees Sami Zayn, so why not just have them bump into each other or something? Like, you know when Goldberg came out, you know, and he did that backstage walk? That's what was so cool about it. You saw Sami Zayn sitting next to the New Day with Cesaro on the other side. And, like, that's cool. I want more of that in pro wrestling. I love when those little moments happen. Yeah, I like that, too. At B underscore double underscore... D says New Day doesn't even make me chuckle anymore. Hashtag tweet the table and the Iceman Forever chimes in and says, Once the New Day breaks the record, who will be the team to beat them for the titles? Hashtag tweet the table. I agree wholeheartedly with B double. Like this has run its course, man. They are not it there's nothing new or unique about anything they do. Well, here's the but you know what's gonna be fun though is the start of the cracks of the New Day. Yeah, just like now the that shield. Be fun. And that's probably going to run for, I mean, they could do that for two to three months. That's what they did with the shield. Especially since there's three of them. That always adds that extra wrinkle. Yep. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. who will be it? Who do you think? Who who takes uh, it off? uh, Well, have they not beat the record yet? No, not Uh, yet. uh, Because I just feel like it's inevitable. It's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus. But if they haven't beat the record, so it's the record. God, I hope it's not. The too sweet me bro jack off. No, 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 no. It's gonna be right here. Huh. My name is Enzo. Oh, you Amor. think so, huh? Of course, because here's how it has to happen: babyface versus babyface. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Whoever that guy is, whether it's Kofi, Biggie, or uh, Xavier Woods, is going to cost that team the match. Then they all go there, but then you still need a babyface team. Because babyface tag teams work, look on SmackDown, same example. And so there you go, Enzo and Cass. So it's Enzo and Cass who takes it. So That's why and they're is, going is over it, on uh, the, the two Sweet Me guys. And is it uh, Xavier Woods who, who turns heel out of all this? See, when it was The Shield, we just said kind of a foregone conclusion that it was going to be Dean Ambrose, but then it was Seth Rollins, yep. right? So Could be my Kofi. Gut, yeah, my gut says it's going to be Kofi. God, that would be great. Kofi could yeah. use like a good nasty singles heel run. Yeah. Yeah. And he deserves yes. one, if anything. You know what I mean? Like he deserves a chance to go out there and shine on his own. Well, and he showed that he can cut a promo outside of the, hey, guys, cheer for me. You know what I mean? Mm, he can exactly. actually do that. So yeah. I like that. And then, uh, yeah, so that's why I think Enzo and Cass are doing this program with the mechanics so that they can go over the mechanics and then get their spot to – because I think it will be soon that we start to see the cracks in New Day. Yeah, okay. We'll move on. At Chris Mercado, 32, says, new drinking game. 
Take a shot every time Sasha Banks says WWE Women's Championship. You'll probably pass out. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. Both Sasha and Charlotte looking hot on Raw. Could be the most anticipated match at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. At Katie First. Lady. So Charlotte is going by her first and last name now with Flair. Okay, I guess. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says Sasha Banks is a part of Eddie Guerrero's legacy. Hold on. Yes, he inspired her, but he inspired half the cruiserweights. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Great point. Yeah. Great point. Did you see that segment? Yes. Yeah. It Too much felt, yelling. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Too, it was everyone is upset. About, here's the other thing, Mick Foley, where you lost me on your logic. And again, I'm trying to be patient. I'm patient with this storyline. You're patient. Yep. I'm very patient because Mick Foley, I love you. Right, you were on the show. He's great. You did three. You did yeah, three questions been on our with show. us. Yeah, you did three questions with us Trace when you Pagutis. were exhausted. You were amazing. You're very nice, humble. Your one man show was great. Books are good. Here's, books are good. Here's where you're losing me, there, Mick Micker. <laughs> Two weeks ago, you say, you know what, the women deserve to be in hell in the cell. Right. And, and then Monday night, all you could say is, this is scary guys are you sure you want to do it what? <laughs> yeah. you make no sense how are you gonna say hey you should do it nah, actually maybe not yeah maybe you shouldn't do this yeah 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 <laughs> like, right you don't make stay consistent well, that's it's probably writing no that's probably not him but he's got yeah. enough stroke where he can say i'm not saying that i just said this i i think because the message was good from him he showed he, he should have been the only one yelling the other two should have <laughs> right. just been like Wow, yeah, because well, he knows how to do that, too. He knows how to yell the right way and to use it to his advantage. Yeah, I think they told him, this is the point you're going to get across. You can say it in any word you want, but make sure the point is this is a uh, vicious, mean structure that will take years off their career. Mm-hmm. But all the yelling, this and this and this and this, they started yelling so much to where Charlotte goes, oh, okay, sorry. Did you hear that? Yeah. She stopped herself because she didn't know Sasha was going to start her yelling again. <laughs> right. Oh, you're yelling now. Shit. And then <sighs> here's the other thing. I know that we said this about Maurice, but I think it has a little bit of truth with Sasha. And I'm not trying to be down on her. I like Sasha. Sasha is my fourth favorite women's wrestler right now. But she sounds like she got taught English by a deaf person. She has some yes. times where she I doesn't know. sound like she knows what she's saying. No, I agree wholeheartedly. At the Iceman Forever says, with the promo Curtis Axel just did, I was hoping he was dropping that to go with his real name, hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table, people probably don't give two shits about Bo versus Axel, but it's variety that you don't often get on Raw. What is Skull when they are chanting that Skull, 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 and it was on his shirt. It said like S K O L, Axel S K O L. Oh, I did don't you catch know. that? No. Are I we missing either. something and that's? Is that a Minnesota thing? Maybe I don't. Know. That's what I was thinking. And I read, and this is, could be rumor because people like to come up with their own hypothetical. Oh, look at WWE mm-hmm. put the man down. But I read that they were confiscating uh, Curtis Axel. I heard signs. that too. But you know what? Like I, I watched that promo. Because I when when he came out as Michael McGillicuddy on NXT, like the initial NXT, right? Well, second, whatever. But, you know, the initial format of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really pumped because, you know, the, the family lineage, I thought this is going to be great, right? If he's anything like his 
two predecessors in his family lineage. But he sucks, man. He cannot cut a promo that's halfway believable. He's got next to zero charisma. I just don't get it. I don't understand how you can come from those two guys and then just be like, well, huh. well, hey, guys. Hey, hey, I'm Curtis Axel. Yeah. Like, I got a beard. Like, what the fuck does he do? Well, he has Mr. Perfect's uh, – he has Mr. Perfect's ring psychology, but he has his dad's charisma. Larry the Axe Henning was not charismatic. Sure. Well, he so he's got his granddad's guy. charisma. Right. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah his grandfather's right. charisma. Yeah. And so he has his dad's ring well, And he skills. looks more like his grandfather, I think, than his dad, too. So that would right. stand a reason, too. Yeah. So uh, – you know what I would do with him? Hmm. I would make him because he can obviously wrestle, right? Sure. So that's that's needed. Just make him Lance Storm. Make him, if I could be serious for a second, make him Dean Malenko. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just make him a serious, no nonsense. That's the joke because he doesn't like to have fun. You could do little things with our truth and gold dust to where they try to break him of this, you know, hard ass mentality. And that's his character. You know what I don't. And maybe they do this and we just don't know about it. But, you know, you know, they have the performance center and they work on like promo classes. Right. Why aren't they paying somebody to travel along with them? And these guys got to show up sometimes at like two for the event at eight. Why isn't somebody spending an hour with Curtis Axel every day? Like, well, they you used know? to. That's what Freddie Prince Jr. was doing. Yeah. Was with all the other guys. So maybe they still have that. Maybe position, they do. But, but if they're doing they just, that, and this is still the best we get out of Curtis Axel, yeah, just don't let him get a mic. He's got to be a muscle for somebody. He would be mm-hmm. a great third man in a faction. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like just I don't know. All right, we'll move on. At the Rebel Trucker says, as much as I hate this, Cesaro and Sheamus are going to win this Sunday night. I don't think so. I, 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 yeah, I and, and we kind of talked about that earlier, but I was worried about that too. But you've kind of made me think otherwise now. So thanks. At Chris Mercado thirty two says Rich Swan should give TJP some of his energy. The champ is a very boring voice. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCata says nice job beating your number one contender for the cruiserweight title. Will Rich Swan be in the title match? He should be. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL three sixteen says hashtag tweet the table. I think I'm a Rich Swan fan. Add WIRCATA must be turning in his grave. And Add WIRCATA responded, No, Rich Swan is awesome. Hashtag, can you handle this? Hashtag, tweet the table. Where do you stand? I do not care. I don't care about any of this cruiserweight stuff. And it's not because it's cruiserweights, but because it sucks. Did you watch that Brian Kendrick fake crying in the back? That was garbage. That was horrific. And I just don't care. Like I just I, I can't get behind it, and I, I don't know why. Maybe because it I th- sucks. I don't know. I think one thing that needs to be integrated is that I uh, I would like to see some of the main roster guys. They did it with Sin Cara, very subtle, right? I think some more main roster guys need to go there to the cruiserweight. Yeah. Look. Unfortunately, I hate this because he is my favorite pro wrestler behind Seth Rollins. But Sami Zayn is going to get murdered in this Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. So have him reset and win the cruiserweight title. Yeah, get Sami some, Zayn get some as wins your cruiserweight title him. is going to be amazing. Put yeah, because Neville. he needs – he's one of those where the people want to be behind him. 
but you can't just skyrocket him into main event status out of nowhere. Go win a cruiserweight title, run with that for a while, go win an IC or a US title, run with that for a while, and then let's see what we've got. You know? Like it's just not Oh no, I disagree with you. Sami Zayn could be main event right now. Like easily. Him and Kevin Owens could be fighting for that title, and I would be a million times into that more than Seth Rollins. Easily. Anyhow, that's not my point. My point is He's going to get murdered after Braun Strowman yeah. sort of reset him to reset him. And I was actually intrigued by that. I like that little storyline they did there uh, for last week. Yeah. It was a positive for me. It was a minor positive. It's right. not my three piece. Yeah. But uh, I would have him reset, go to the cruiserweight division, beat a heel uh, Brian Kendrick, become the champ, have Neville go down. They say, remember last time we fought for a title? It was in NXT. Her, 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 her. Now they do the cruiserweight thing. Sin Cara's there. Then you bring in the Rich Swan. Then you bring in the Cedric Alexander. A Cedric Alexander versus Sami Zayn match would be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, and we all know who Sami Zayn is, so all you're doing is elevating a Cedric Alexander or a Rich Swan, and now we're invested a little bit into it, right? Right. Because even you, you don't like the cruiserweights and you don't necessarily like Sami Zayn that much, but you like Sami Zayn enough to be like, hey, there he is on my TV. The only thing, the only reason, I mean, Sami Zayn is great in the ring, don't get me wrong, right? But as far as like storyline and the things like, I've always felt like it's always about the other guy. It's, no, I can beat you. Like, no, nah, you can't. And, then, and like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, yeah, it's that whole underdog, but it's just. I don't know how to explain it. Like it, it doesn't. It no, underwhelms the me. Thing I, yeah, the underdog thing. I I totally agree with. Where the space that I loved him the most was was when he and this would take years to do for a Sami Zayn character. I like that we're talking about this. Yeah. Um, it would take a couple years for him to do this, but when he got injured in NXT and then reemerged, yeah. and he already had the clout and the backing of, you know what I've already done here? And he was in that weird space where he was like, the title could be for me, but I can also put on amazing matches. So he was like a main event guy without being a main event guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want, and I thought he was perfect in that role, like the heart and soul type of character. Like, if ever there was another outsider shield type of invasion thing, Sami Zayn should be that guy that f- is on the front lines, you know, battling like Sting was not Sting, uh, Crow Sting. I'm talking about Surfer Sting before he went up into the rafters, but that I'm on the front lines with Luger and Macho Man to take on the NWO. It'd be like Sami Zayn, Neville, and Big Cass, like right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Big Cass. That would be a fun. <laughs> Well, no, and even more so, let's say that my idea of Enzo and Cass pans out and it is uh, Sheamus and uh, Cesaro, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have have a Monday night where Enzo and Cass aren't doing anything and have Enzo versus uh, Brian Kendrick or or uh, Tony Nese. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's small enough. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. At the Iceman Forever says, looks like Bailey and Cesaro have the same tape gimmick. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, did Bailey and Cesaro buy stock in NXT or KT tape? Excuse me. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah, I, I did notice Bailey had it all over her again tonight or last night, whatever that Monday night. It's, I mean, guys, it's duct tape. What are we? Stop it. They put it on me, and I said, what is this? Uh-huh. I had it. Uh-huh. I had it on my uh, shoulder when I hurt my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And they're like, keep it on for two days. And so I did CrossFit, and I lifted. You know, I did strength. 
And I was like, this is just tape on me. Mm-hmm. It still hurts. Mm-hmm. At Rated R. <laughs> Rated R. Says live at Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Sorry, no sign, guys. My bad. I thought we were friends. Man, you know, like I get it. You know, it's cool. No, I don't Do get you. it. Do you, man. It's cool. Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, you might have been live at Raw, but you weren't live without a tweet the table sign. Yeah. Yeah. At Hallmark yeah. of Swede, says hashtag tweet the table. Can somebody stop Rusev from talking? No. Who said that? Hallmark. Oh. Dude, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Hallmark. Like, he's the he's the best. He's great. I like him he's, a lot. God, he's At awesome. GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. Anyone who says Dana is getting fat, hashtag shame on you. Dana is definitely H-A-W-T hot. And at WIRCATA says Dana Brooke is fat. I don't see it. You fuckers must be blind. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, uh, she's not fat, but she's definitely gotten bigger. Since she's been on there. And I think that's what people were commenting on. She looks like Rhino. <laughs> she's not a <laughs> box with hair. <laughs> really? Have you seen her lately? <laughs> she's, she's got better arms than Rhino, but she, she looks, looks like, like Rhino. Um, you ever watch the old, old, when we were little, uh, American Gladiators? She looks like she would mm-hmm. be one of those ladies. <laughs> My name is Fire. Yeah. Ice. Right. I'm, I'm jet. <laughs> I'm glacier. Yeah. At Hallmark of Swedes says hashtag tweet the table. That no mic, no problem move from Enzo and Cast was so fucking cool. P.S. Yes, I said fucking. The fuck you gonna do about it? At Mr. Fourth Row says invisible list, invisible microphone. Is little Jimmy gonna make a comeback? Hashtag tweet the table. I love that move too, where he was like, "Fuck it, I don't need it." It <laughs> just went the whole crowd chimed in. Yeah, because it, he's it like, worked. I got a mic right here. It worked because it was a great crowd too, though. If you were on a stale crowd, that might not have gone over as well. So you got to kind of pick your choice. Great. But what I took away from that is, man, the damn uh, Gallows and Anderson suck. They are not funny. They think they are. Their whole calling people good brothers and the whole ski at the end of words for no apparent reason because that's some reason funny or another. It just doesn't, like, it's not working here. It's just not. Uh, I'd rather them fix my uh, transmission than hear them cut a promo. And can somebody explain maybe, is do we not know where that started, but the whole adding a ski to something and that's somehow cool, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And they make a point to make an emphasis. Like, when you do something like that, you don't stop. You don't go like, hey, we're going to do our show, ski. You say, hey, we're going to do our show, ski. You know what I mean? Like, what the, am I missing something here? Not with me. I mean, clearly I'm right. Be. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. At Hallmark of Sweet again, says hashtag tweet table. Yay. The only wrestler less interesting than Rusev, Brock Lesnar, is in the ring. Z's at WIR Cata says instead of Goldberg versus Brock, can we get Brock versus GBL? I'd pay top dollar to see Brock and GBL go to Suplex City. Rafflemau hashtag tweet the table. Uh, what? Hallmark <laughs> man doesn't like Brock or Rusev. Rusev, do you Rusev. not like entertaining people? I nope. mean, guess not. <laughs> at Hallmark Sweets, says hashtag tweet the table. Seth Rollins is amazing. I'm almost in love with him. His only throw or his only drawback is CrossFit. 
He needs to work out like a real man. Uh, we had a back and forth. Oh, he said created, he needs. To, he, he said he needs to work out like a man, not a real man. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we had a back and forth, and I created a CrossFit character out of it because I was like, <laughs> "Bro, do you even do muscle ups? Like, bro, <laughs> like, what? What's your wad? Huh? How many AMRAPs do you do a day? You know, yeah, like those no are all real what terms. Any of those things are. <laughs> so wad. Yeah. Hold on, I'll tell you. Okay. Wad is workout of the day. W O D. Okay. And then. AMRAP is as many rounds as possible. So you get like a time limit of 15 minutes and you have one round and you have to do that one round as many times AMRAP in the 15 minutes that you have. It's hard as hell. At WIR Canada says, huh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. CrossFit? No. At WIR Canada says, Zane is such a pussy. Look at him running away from the abominable strowman. Hashtag tweet table, which I thought was a good line too. Calling him the abominable strowman. That was funny. That was a Mm -hmm. good touch. Yep. Uh, you, you, oh, Caddy, you wouldn't run away from Braun Strowman if he was chasing you. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. yeah, dork. That's the only thing you can do is because you know he's not going to catch you. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. How stupid is this Emelina thing? Oh, it's so hot. It's so better. It's Emelina's promo packages are better than any Sasha promo right now. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll give you that. <laughs> At Lady Undertaker says. Like the team of Orton and Kane, Demon Viper, hashtag tweet the table. And at Chris Mercado 32 says, sorry, Randy, your beard isn't long enough to join the Wyatts, hashtag tweet the table. Did you see that part? Have you seen SmackDown? No, yet? I haven't seen SmackDown at all this oh, week, unfortunately. this was good. SmackDown's the, so much it's better It's the better show, show yeah, right now. So yeah. this, uh, this is what happened. It was a no DQ match between Kane and Bray Wyatt, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the, you know, Luke or excuse me, the, uh, Wyatt family, you know, and Luke Harper's there, right? And so the two of them beat up Kane. Yep. And then Randy Orton's music hits and, uh, Kane gets up and then the two of them retreat and Kane puts his hand back for a choke slam and Randy Orton falls to the ground to like do his RKO thing. And then Kane moves in on Bray Wyatt. And as he moves in, uh, Randy Orton hits an RKO on him and, uh, Kane falls to the ground and then Orton just stares at Bray Wyatt and then uh, falls to the ground and then slithers out and then cuts a promo later. And they're like, hey, you want to explain your actions? He goes, if you can't beat him, you join him. And then he just walked off. Hmm. It's new legs yeah, to it a is. stale promo. And Kane is relevant in yeah, a Kane, promo. Of all things. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says, wait, 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 wait. Is the damn Spirit Squad fully back on the roster now? What the shit? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's got to go, doesn't it? That's going to get real no, old real fast. it's fine. No. Who cares? It's not fun. You wanted, you wanted crime time back on. Crime time. You- crime time. Yeah, because that's not racist They're or black, so they steal stuff. That's WWE logic. Commish, you're better than that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they need to come back as like crime time, but they could come back and be a good they had uh the crowd loved crime time. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. At <laughs> at the Iceman Forever. Uh, by the way, uh before we get into the Iceman thing, I was at um Worlds of Fun uh this past weekend. They do their uh, uh no, not so much. A little bit. Um Worlds of Fun does their, uh, around Halloween time, they'll do, Worlds of Fun is a theme park for anybody who doesn't, uh, not from the Kansas City area, you know, roller coasters, all that kind of stuff. They do a Halloween themed and you can walk through haunted trails and go into haunted houses and stuff, right? 
So we were going for that reason. And on our way out, we were done for the evening. We're walking out by, you've been to World of Fun, obviously, out by the turnstile gates, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I walk by and I hear a voice. And I was like, I know that voice. It's Randy Orton. And I turn and I look and I see a family, a nice looking family, uh, looking at one of the maps, right? And I see a bald guy, right? Looking like he could dance. And I was like, is this the Iceman? And he was like, hey, Captain Awesome, ran to the Iceman. Well, good How for you. Is that? Yeah. So we uh, shot the ship for a little while and then went about our uh, our own ways there at that point. But the Iceman forever chimes in and says, random thought, why have nameplates on the title belts when we already know the name of the title holder? Hashtag tweet table. Well, I think that's for their benefit, right? They get a look at yeah. it and be like, yeah, I'm the champ. Me. Yeah, it's ownership. Yeah, right. Exactly. At Lady Undertaker says... Natty the cat lady has lost her mind. A Twitter page for her cat? Looney. Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't realize that. I like the word loony. <laughs> loony. Yeah. At Katie first. Lady. Why not have your champions as team captains? Hashtag Survivor Series. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. Make them earn it. But you <laughs> well, just but like, automatically get it? Well, no. but the whole point is like, we're going to have, you know what I mean? Like, you have the chance. No, this is. You have tag teams versus tag teams. So your tag team champs is the. the mm, this is this is independent of all competition that goes for belts. I like it. Makes it more fun. At table show T Mac, you've got the final two. Very pleased and initially impressed with the debut of Sanity on NXT. Hashtag tweet the table. I haven't seen this yet either, but they've been talking this it's, up for a while. It's Eric Young. Yeah, and is it? But they're they're cool. crazy, right? Yeah, but it's like a street gang, kind of yeah. like a Warriors thing. Well, and he the, does uh, that well. He does the deranged, I'm ready to kill somebody very well. And so far, he wears a shirt, so we don't have to look at his extremely long nipples. So that's right. a great sign. <laughs> yeah. um, but you got to yeah, hear like his Don, Don West impersonation all night. <laughs> hey, guys, let me tell you what. I know I'm new here to NXT, but before I get my first check, I got DVDs in the truck. Six for five dollars. Who wants my best match with Kurt Angle, huh? Remember him? He was we've here. Got, we've got the best of TNA. We've jam-packed 30 minutes of the best of TNA into 12 hours. All right. That table show T-Max says, I just gave a presentation at work about Sasha Banks versus Charlotte match at Hell in a Cell. It was a hit. Hashtag tweet table. People liked it. Yeah. So people did. So explain uh, this. Because you don't work anywhere where this should be normal. So uh, what was cool about it is uh, I'm on a new team at my work, right? So we're trying to do this thing, build rapport. Let's get to know each other, you know, and the easiest way to do that is like, Hey, tell me something that's interesting. So we went round Robin or round table and, uh, they're like, Hey, um, uh, what are you interested in? I said, pro wrestling. They're like, all right, next week you present something about pro wrestling. Tell me who your favorite wrestlers gotcha. are, whatever it is. I work with predominantly females, mm-hmm. right? So I thought to myself, well, I could tell them my favorite wrestlers are, but if I say AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, those are all just – it's like speaking Chinese. They don't know who that is, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even though I shit on it a lot because there's details that they don't pay attention to, I do like the women's revolution. I do like the fact that now we're calling them women and not divas because divas is just demeaning and stupid, right? 
So I was like, I think they would like this aspect of what's going on to show that like pro wrestling just isn't good old boys telling women to take their skirts off. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I presented the whole thing and I put in there. I made sure to put in there that like Sasha's Snoop Dogg's cousin because they know who Snoop Dogg is. I don't work with older ladies, but like their moms or young moms. You know what I mean? Like early 30s, late 20s, maybe a couple 40s. You know what I'm saying? But that age range. So they know who Snoop Dogg is, is what my point was. So I told them that Sasha is the cousin of Snoop Dogg. Uh, Charlotte's the daughter of Ric Flair. They knew who Ric Flair mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I kind of just broke it down. First like, time how in the hell this whole cell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. And then it actually led into some other great conversation. There, one girl was like, you know, I don't really like the pro wrestling, but I like the fighting. And I heard there's a fighting organization. I was like, are you talking about Invicta? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I work for them. They're like, and then we went so it was a hit nice i like that all right thanks ladies i like that so that was tweet the table if you like it play along use your twitter machine and use hashtag tweet the table we're going to take a break come back and answer some listener emails yeah that's all when we return to the spanish announce table which is on conveniently spanishannouncetable.net and a group of birds is called a parliament TrainingTopicsNetwork.com This is Rob Schamberger, the Artist of Champions, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. I spin in the face of people who don't want to be cool. You know what cool is? Cool is the Spanish announce table. Is not Carlito. I'm going to name this episode Cool is the Spanish announce table. Okay. Yeah? Maybe not. I'll probably forget that tomorrow. A lot of times I found when I listen back to the show... We say three or four times, like, we should name this episode that, and it's not what we named the episode at all, because I'll go, shit, what did we say we should name the episode? Well, ah, that's what it. I like. It's like a running joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, T-Mag, this is the email portion of the show. Why don't you explain to the folks listening at home or work or whatever what the, what the emails are and what we do here? Well, what you can do first off, if you would like to share any and any wrestling thought, uh, send an email to tableshow at gmail.com. What you do there is you can ask us a little bit more in depth, get more of an opinion on our state of wrestling, whether it's current, past, or maybe some future what you see is going to happen and get our thoughts. This is where we get a little bit deeper. We dig a little bit deeper than Tweet the Table, and we share more of what we're thinking about in terms of pro wrestling. And the way we interact with you, as I mentioned, is tableshow at gmail.com and we start the emails off as we always do right right with katie the first lady there it yeah. is yeah because yeah. she's the first lady so she's she first. first lady that's uh, that's how we've always done it since episode one yeah it's we're Bird. gentlemen and she goes first so there it is what does yep. she have to say uh oh uh, you want me to okay I thought you had it. One second. <laughs> oh, I got, I got, I, I'm pulling I it up right we now. Gonna nope, take, take turns. Like yeah, the no, news. that's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I, I get what you were saying. Now that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. She says. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's not what she said. 
music still playing. Down. Yeah, yeah, she said. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She says, she says Boys, Hell in the Cell is this Sunday, and like they've been saying, history will be made. Three Hell in a Cell matches. Everybody else does the H-A- or H-I-A-C. I read it. Yuck. Uh, three yuck yeah. matches. With one of them, the first women's match, of course. There's been much... Uh, there's been much as to which one of the three matches will be on last, and I say give the women a shot. They're ready to be making history by being a part of this match, and from storyline standpoint, it makes the most sense, being that it's in Sasha's hometown of Boston. And if the match itself doesn't live up to the hype, don't do it again. But you'll never know. But you'll never know, lest you never know, <laughs> unless you give them a chance. So I guess my question is, for that match is, will we see color? No. As far as the other, well, if we do, I don't think it'll be intentional or, or at least uh, condoned, Approved. as it were. Approved. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as the other cell matches, I believe we'll just see as much brutality as we've seen in previous cell matches. For the Rollins-Owens match, where do we see Jericho fitting into all of this? Lastly, the Goldberg-Lesnar match is officially set for Survivor Series. So how do you think the buildup will continue from here? Talk to you guys next week. Later, Katie the first. Lady. Uh, here's my thought about making the women go as the main event. It's not going to change anyone's viewing habit. The people that are going to tune in are already going to tune in. So no one's going to say like, nope, not doing it because the women are main eventing. Nope, not doing you know it. Yeah. No one's not going to watch because the women are main eventing. So might as well just make it happen. Like, go ahead. Sure. Like, yeah. Eh, why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down with that too because look, none of the other matches are outshining that one. I don't think none of the matches are as far as the Hell in a Cell matches. None of them pop like no, this has to go on last. Uh, right. And fuck, I mean, they did the damn uh, world title match first on the other pay per view, so uh, yeah, it doesn't even matter the match order. Like, just it made up. It's fake. <laughs> it's, it's fake. What? What? <laughs> yeah. So. I, that, I'm okay with that. What was but the Brock, other part, though? Brock Goldberg, what do you think the buildup's going to be like? Because, boy, it got awkward on Raw. Well, because... All right, let's just say Goldberg was over, 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 over. You're still going to one of the biggest stars' hometown. They're going to cheer for Brock Lesnar. I read this thing that Vince McMahon blew a gasket about the segment and the yeah. promo was just garbage because Paul Heyman was trying so hard to get them the chant for Goldberg, but no, I mean, here, here's a perfect example that I always like to use in terms of that ECW. Cause you guys know, I've just popped for ECW, all things ECW, right? Hmm? When Shane Douglas was the ECW heavyweight champion and Taz was emerging as the Taz that we would become to know as like a icon in that organization, they went to Pittsburgh and they booed Taz out of the building. Yeah. Now they're more rabid and they're more into it, but that that's the logic all the time, right? You're always going to cheer your hometown guy. I don't follow with that because I don't get hometown stuff, but the, the general mass public are, is going to cheer for their hometown guy. So just like when Shane Douglas, who was the heel 
got cheered until they couldn't cheer anymore and Taz got booted out of the building. When you go to Minnesota, Brock Lesnar is going to get cheered and whoever that is outside of maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to get booed out of the building. And so for them to be like, what? I don't get it. Why not? Duh. That whole segment was stupid. The the appearance was dumb. Paul Heyman just threw the microphone up because he just gave up. Yeah, he was just like, whatever. Yeah, And even Brock was just kind of like, are we doing this? Like, let's, let's get yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah. But where, so where do they go from here? Well, unfortunately, they're going to do the same dumb thing that I think they do every time with this. It's formulaic, kind of like following Cena and Rock, where it's like, one week I'm on. Next week you're on. I'm on this week. But what else can Goldberg say? What else can he say? He already said it all. What can he say? The best hope, the best hope that we could get from this is Goldberg is advertised as the only one that's going to be there of the two, right? Lesnar comes in and fucks him up. Yeah, there's a jump like Paul Heyman distracts him with a promo up on the stage and then Lesnar comes from the crowd, gives him an F5 or yeah, an F5. And that's what we get. That's the only possible thing we can get with this because they're going to be conservative. They don't want either guy hurt, but they need something to pop. Goldberg, like you just said, has literally said it all. He said everything he could say in that moment. Mm-hmm. He can't go off of anything that Paul Heyman said because Paul Heyman didn't say a thing. Yeah, so he almost has to get beat down this yeah, next time because then he yeah. can come back with something, right? Right. Or yeah. he gets beat down and Heyman says a thing or two that he, you know, but it's got to be loaded to give him something to respond to. They have right. to. They have to work hard to help give Goldberg something to get over with. Yep. Go figure. So, yeah. All right. What was the next point? Uh, I think that was point? essentially it. Yeah. I mean, she was talking about the other Hell in a Cell matches, but we can move on. Katie, we love that you're first always and forever. Uh, well, about the other Hell in the Cell matches, uh, I mean, they're going to be fun. And I think we're going to say next week, like, yeah, that was great. But going into it, just like how they're they've been the last two years at least for major events it kind of just feels like yeah we'll see what happens and then whoa that was neat okay mm-hmm. next and then next you know. yeah all right yeah. so all right here we go next email let me pull it up here it says disclaimer due to the unfair censorship placed on unpgbl the following example is what you can expect if and when emails get sent. Ooh, if and when. Ugh. <clears throat> What's up, Captain Crunch Panties and T-Mac Wet Noodle? You know who it is? Or, <sighs> you know who it is, so let's get to the content. So Raw was good this week, and I'm really looking forward to Hell in the Cell pay-per-view on Sunday. Do you think Seth's back will be okay for him to compete, or will it cost him the match? Talk to you later. Kuh, I mean Jeebs. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think his back's going to be fine, right? They, yeah. I don't know. Why would his back hurt? That was injured recently. Wasn't that why he was um he was out for well, a while? Like, I thought he broke ribs. Oh, was it ribs? Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, so back ribs. I mean, it yeah. still hurts your right, right, right. abdomen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Baby back ribs, fine. even. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, because he's been wrestling matches against Jericho. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. 
And if it's now, not, they'll tailor around, make sure he's not doing a back bump off of the, you know, through the cell or something like that. Or, but, you know. Well, now, of everyone that's trying to do some crazy look at me kind of stuff, I could see these two guys saying, look, this promo or this, you know, build to this has been <laughs> has been stupid. So let's take it upon ourselves and let's do some crazy stuff here. And I could see them having the spot similar to what Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose did where they bounced off the cage and then went through the tables. You know, I could see them doing something very similar to that or getting some color unapproved. Kevin Owens is, is a maverick. You know what I mean? He'll do his own thing. And so if he's like, you know what, this build sucks. I don't like this. I'm going to just go into business for myself because I know this is what gets over. I could see him doing that. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins is more of a team player, so I don't think he would necessarily. Uh, but Jericho is going to do something. So I think of the most surprising moments, I think this will have it where Sasha and Charlotte will go like, that was better than expected. Yeah. And then Ru- Rusev and uh, his brother, they're just going to wrestle a match. <laughs> and then we'll just. I mean, Rusev they look like brothers. Brother. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah. I, that's all I, all I think about when yeah. I see them, I'm Rusev's like, the older. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rusev's the little older brother. Yeah. But I mean, they should and be the a better brother. <laughs> What's that? And the better brother. Yeah, of course. He's the yeah. more athletic. He's the more you know. Yeah, he's got the hotter girl. He's got the you know, mom and dad love him more. You know what? I heard <laughs> this analogy. I heard this analogy from Charles Barkley last night because I watched the uh, tip off of the NBA. He yeah. goes. He goes, in this league, and I'm using this for the WWE, he goes, in this league, there are people that are bus drivers, and then there are people that are bus riders. And then he was talking about how uh, Kevin Durant was a bus driver. Well, in in WWE, there's some bus drivers, and then there's some bus riders. And Rusev's a bus driver, and Roman Reigns is a bus rider. Well, and here's the reason that, uh, that I can explain that to people is Rusev's driving the feud. Roman Reigns just shows up and goes, fuck you, look at my title, your girl sucks, right? And he's just, he's literally riding the coattails or the bus that Rusev is driving. He's been the driving factor of the feud. Rusev just Mm -hmm. comes in and fucks shit up once in a while. I mean, uh, Reigns. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. He's the rider, Rusev's the driver. There you go. All right. That was the emails, Jeeves. Thanks. And we'll talk about that uh, censoring of of unpgbl. I got I'll send you a personal email. We'll discuss some things. I feel bad. Yeah, cuz we want you guys to enjoy this and we want you guys to come back and have all the fun things that we used to be, but you know, hey, look, we have to be adults sometimes. Ew. We can't say we can't say these extremely vulgar things. I mean, like not to get crazy, but I have friends and coworkers who would like to check this out? And then as soon as we start saying some of the stuff we've said, yeah, yeah, they right. turn it off. Right? Yeah, yeah. It would be a little off-putting. At any rate, what? Let's talk about T Mac has been um, <clears throat> throughout history has had um, uh, had uh, some notoriety even as, as being um, angry sometimes, negative, curmudgeon curmudgeon yes and people would tell him that uh you need to calm down a little bit too angry you need to wait a little bit think this through so he said on one of our new year's resolution shows which we do every year at the end of the year last show we do a a new year's wrestling resolutions right 
Yours the last two years has been to maintain being positive and patient with the product and to help him doing so. Each week, he's going to give us three things that we should either be positive or we should have thought were positive of wrestling or we should be patient on and see it through. And we call that T-Max 3Ps. So, T-Max, what is P1 for this P1 week? P1 is for this week, and let me be honest with you, this was a hard one. This week was a little bit harder than usual because not a lot was great. But I'm going to be positive and patient. So P1, it's a positive. And it was the Enzo and Cass no microphone promo. That was cool. That was original. It was awesome to see the crowd legitimately without a microphone say every word alongside Enzo and Cass. And so I thought it was I thought it was great. It showed how over they are and how significant they are on the raw brand. And I just it was a thumbs up. I, I, I was like, man, that's original and cool. I, I liked it a really lot. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot yeah. as well. And P2 is also a positive, and it's more of like a legacy award. I'm giving this over a few weeks that have happened where I didn't give him this, but he deserves it, and he definitely hit a home run this week. And it's Daniel Bryan specifically on Talking Smack. He's good I, on that show. Yeah, I love that he takes shots at Raw. He's like, th- three Hell in the Cells? Why don't we make this six hours and we yeah. have eight? eight more is more. Said, yeah. yeah, more <laughs> yeah. is more, obviously. Yeah. More <laughs> is more. So I just love it. And then when he does do the interviews with the Carmellas, the Alexa Blisses, the Canes, he knows wrestling so well that he can not have to look at a script, understand the the psychology of this interview, and hit home runs on his questions and responses. It's perfect. Per- and Renee Young is also hitting a home run. She's doing amazing as well. But I was more, you know, specific on Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan, I mean, he even mentioned Donald Trump. He mentioned Donald Trump on this. He's like, you know, that's why we don't want people like Donald Trump. And they're like, oh, they're telling me in my ear, I mentioned Donald Trump, so we got to move away to something else. Like he's pushing the envelope, he's doing what we ask. And so. As far as he's doing what we want as far as, you know, be yourself or turn up your characters. I love it. So Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. Good. I like that. And then P3 is also a positive, and it's also from The Better Show each and every week so far since the brand split SmackDown. And this is more just because of a me. This is a more personal positive. So hopefully you thought it was cool too, but I definitely love this. It was Alexa Bliss spray painting the back of becky lynch nwo style how cool is that yeah like yeah that was fun yeah yeah i did see that on 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 a clip i did see that and that is fun like that's cool now they're gonna go with the she sprayed painted because uh she's saying that uh becky lynch is a coward which doesn't make a lot of sense because they did fight up until that point yeah 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 but it's a you know it's a thing now, if you're going through the process of, of beating somebody up and spray painting them, uh, you're generally not rational to begin with. So you let that slide a little. I want that to be Alexa Bliss's thing. Can she do the spray, spray painting? Spray painting people? Yeah. Yes. Because nobody's doing yeah. that or even anything like it. No. And she needs and- something. I mean, I've, I have liked Alexa Bliss a lot since she's taken on this, like, screw you. I'm, I'm better than you kind of, oh, you know. Here, well, here you go. Let's go into a quick conversation about this because I asked it on the Spanish Announce Table uh, Twitter feed at Table Show if you want to uh, follow us and check out some of our questions and tweets. But I asked this. Who is the better heel right now, Alexa Bliss 
or Carmelo? Who are you more Flexibilis. I see, I think I'm more into Carmella. I think I'm in the really? minority. Well, I, I lost. You know, uh, Alexa Bliss, I think, won 60 40. I think it was okay. close. Well, that's close, left. yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I love what I, Alexa I Bliss feel is it's doing. more believable from Alexa Bliss. You know what I mean? I feel like she honestly fully believes everything she's saying when she's got that, like, nasty, like, ugh, look on her face at people and everything. Like, I feel like it's this is something she's been waiting to get out. So maybe that's why I think that. Because I'm like, yeah, I believe that she honestly feels that stuff. I agree. I think I like uh, Carmella just a little bit more because she's doing – uh, more things. So, example, she attacked Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella on Talking Smack. Mm-hmm. She she attacked Nikki Bella this week as soon as she won the match. She's she's consistently doing heelish things, but in new kind of ways. And then she does the "you can't see me" to Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know which is I mean? fun. Yeah, yeah. Which everyone does that to Cena, and yeah, here we are but doing to do it, it to, to his Bella. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like. I mean, I like both of them. I like both. Yeah. Of them. But going more with this, to stand out a little bit more, I like what Alexa Bliss did with the spray paint. And I hope if she gets wins, because look, what girl wouldn't do it? They're going to shower anyhow. It's going to come off. Yeah. So I might as well take some spray paint. Be original. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it on a Monday. All right. So that was the three P's from T-Mac. I liked it. All positives this week. Two. Positive all the way around. I tell you what, SmackDown was so enjoyable. I'll give you kind of my week recap. SmackDown was so enjoyable. Uh, James Ellsworth was fun. AJ is still knocking home runs out. Dean Ambrose is improving. Uh, The Talking Smack segment, real quick, with uh, Heath Slater and Rhino with Daniel Bryan and Renee Young, where he bought shares of uh puerto rican property from the rising stars and they're just sheets of <laughs> the paper. shining he's stars like, yeah, yeah yeah well that's what he said he goes the uh, rising stars, right yeah like, you, you mean shining stars so I, I was just quoting him but he was just so funny and he's like renee young he did this he goes renee young you like that that's 15 uh, curls a day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and rhino was like checking out and in like sometimes you could just tell he wasn't listening and yeah, like, yeah. Oh, are you good he's like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> rhino so, so talking smack and smackdown i like the new wrinkle with randy orton kane and bray wyatt i like the intercontinental match that they're still going with Dolph ziggler and miz smackdown is just i can't say how great this is the most fun i've watched a show of pro wrestling in years consistently like years. This is my favorite thing in the world. And raw is dreadful. Oh man. It's bad sometimes for the most part. You know what it is, is I hate to use these like this is this and that is that, but like it feels like SmackDown's a pro wrestling show and raw is an advertisement of pro wrestling. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. And even more so of WWE. Raw is an advertisement of WWE, and SmackDown is WWE wrestling. Yeah, I, just, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. Wow. All right, well let's let's end it on that. Let's get out of here for this week and prepare for next week when we bring you episode one seventy one, which will be as always on SpanishAnnouncetable.net. And there are no rats in Alberta. Training Topics Network.com. I'm here to show the world.
Fuck my bitch.